Okay. And everybody, we are on Chav Zayin of the way, way bottom of the page. The last two words on the line. The Gemara is now going to get back to this, this question of Balas uh, get and Balas uh, Mimer. A little bit in a different way. We'll see you right now. Hold on a second. Pull this up here so we have it. Yeah, here we are. Okay. This will be the, the chart that we need. Okay. So we are, again, so the Gemara asked the following question. Yibarlu. Yes. Now you can turn the page. Balas haget or balas hamaymer. Ezo mehen kodemes. So what are we talking about here? So the case is as follows. So Rashi in the top left says, Balas haget or balas hamaymer. What's the case? Achiv shemes. So you just have two, just two brothers in this case. Reuben and Shimon. Shimon does. Uvelo uh, beis nashim, and he has two two wives. Ve'asa ze maimer lezu ve'get lezu. Okay, so for whatever reason, uh, the guy did something which he wasn't really um, supposed to do, um, but he he does maimer with one of them, which is fine. Right? He goes ahead and he does, uh, and again the two the two wives are not related to each other. They're not sisters. They're not related to him. It's sort of a, a, a lot more straightforward case of of yibum, except that there are two there there are two wives. Um, fine. So what happens? He does with one of the women. He does mimer, right? Or like derabanan kiddushin for yibum for yibum. Um, but again, he hadn't done full yibum, done mimer, right? Which is derabanan, but they haven't actually, consu- you know, consummated the marriage, um, physically. Um, and then the other wife, he gives a get. Okay, v'shuv aser liyabim dekimle belo yibane kevin shehischa lagarish. So the halacha is as follows. He did mimer with this woman, with Rachel, right? And then he gave a get to Bilha. Once he gives a get to Bilha, he's actually now not allowed to do yibum with Rachel either. Um, and the reason that is, is because there's a concept of once you begin the process of not, of, of, uh, you know, not doing yibum, so then shuvli, because the, the halacha is, right, if you need to do yibum or you do chalitza, if you do chalitza, so chalitza is, right, you, you, they spit on the, the woman spits on the floor and says, and this is what happens to a person who refuses shalo yibaneh, like not, not to build the house of his brother. And the halacha is, once you were lo yibaneh, then you become asr libanos, right, forget, asr livnos forever, right, once you refuse yibum, so you're not allowed to do yibum ever again. So the halacha is in such a case, once he, uh, again, he does, gives a get to Bilha, so now he is forbidden from, uh, from doing Yibam with her um, because he gave her a get. He started the process of, you know, uh, exiting from that connection. So, so now he basically he has to do something. He's forbidden to Bilha, but he's done Mimer now with Rachel. So now, So now, which one of them if you wanted to give a, a, a get, you wanted to give a chalitza to one in order to patter both, so which one would you give the get to? I just want to check one thing to make sure I have this correct. Yeah, the other thing that's, that, that happens is that now that he gave a get to Bilha, the second wife, he's not forbidden actually to, to perform full yibum with Rachel also. Okay, so 
So first of all, he does Maimon with Racha. Then he gives a get to Bilhah. Once he gives a get to Bilhah, not only is he forbidden to Bilhah, but he becomes also forbidden to Racha at that point. Okay? By the fact that he started the, 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 the Gerishim process, with, with the, like the Chalitza process in a certain sense with Bilhah. So the question becomes, now, now both need Chalitza. And the question becomes, which one, which one you know, gets, which one should, if you have to choose one woman to give Chalitza to, and Pater both, which one would you choose? That's the Gemara's question at this point. Okay? The question of why giving a get to Bilhah makes him forbidden to Rachel is a good question. Is it because at that point he, you know, sort of, again, if you do Chalitza with one, with one wife, now both are, 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 are now you've canc- you're canceling the Zika. If you're canceling the Zika, what happens, as we know, once a, this, these women are not only the option of doing Yibam with him, but if, if they're not, then they're Usr because they're his brother's wife. Right? So once he's, so I think the answer is like because he begins the process of, of, of ending his relationship with Bilhah, so then, if you would have given her chalitza, then Rachel's free to go. So if he begins the process of giving her a get, now Rachel also is, is no longer available for Yibam. But the, 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 the main question now becomes, because this is the status, which one would you give a, a chalitza to and be able to pater the other one? Okay? And the Gemara is going to throw out two possibilities. Right? Uh, so, says the Gemara, Ba'ilas haget adifa, mishum de and the version should be chalitza, should be gerish. And there's a whole discussion whether this is the right gerish or not, but we'll read this for now. Right, so do you say this to the one who's given the get already? Why? Right, you began the process of gerishim with her. So what? Since you began the process of gerishim with her, so now she is, you know, uh, you do the chalitza, it'll finish the job. Right, she, she needs a chalitza also, so she's almost done. So you do chalitza with her, so then that's, that's good because you're, you're going to do a full exit. So that's, you know, in certain sense, a powerful chalitza, in which case it'll impact Rachel also. Oh, Dilma, Balas Maimer Adifa, Mishun de Krovel Or do you say, no, the Balas Maimer was closest to being married to him. So the chalitza is the most powerful, because in that case, it right, has the biggest impact. It's more chalitza ma'aliyah, right? The, the more the relationship is a, a possible relationship, right? Then the stronger the chalitza is, it's able to impact the, the other woman. So that's the Gemara's quandary um, in that scenario. Um, right. Okay, fine. Uh, fine, so the Gemara answers as follows. Am Rav Ashi, Toshma, Umod Rav Gamaliel, Sheyesh Get, Achar Maimer, Umaimer, Achar Get. Okay, that Rav Gamaliel is, is, is Moda, that there's a case of Get Achar Maimer, and Maimer Achar Get. So we have to understand what, is that, what in the world does that mean. Um, so look at, look at Rashi. Rashi is the following case. Later on in the fifth parak, Ain Get Achar Get. Okay? He agrees that there is a Get after Maimer. What are we talking about? Go in the following case. You have two Yuvamos, right? Two women from one brother. Again. He did Maimer with one of them. And then he gave a get to her. Right? Right? So if he, if he, um, right, so this is a similar case, but it's not, it's not exactly the same. Um, because he gave a get first. He gave a get to the, 
Right, it ashes the other one, exactly. Right? So, um... But also, uh, what did he do? Right, he gives a mimer to one and then gives a get to the other one, right? And that get works, right, again, to pass the first one, right? Right, because again, since you didn't want to, you weren't, you weren't interested in building, so now you can't do it anymore. Right, and it actually makes the krovos, the relatives of the second one, uh, you know, us with him like the first one. Right, we don't say, oh, well, because he did a mimer, she's like, you know, close to being considered married already. Right, no, the get doesn't work, etc. We don't say that. Right, rather we say, in that case, that there is such a case, again, of um, get achar mimer and mimer achar get. So, so what's going on here? So look at Rashi. So look at the Gemara now. Um, sorry, mimer achar get, keep going in Rashi, and in the case of mimer achar get, inasan get l'rishona, let's see if he gave get first. And then he gave Mimer to the other wife, right? We don't say the first get was like in place of a Chalitza. And then the Mimer doesn't work afterwards. Um, Again, the, the, the Mimer comes afterwards. He gives a get to the first woman and then gives a... Um, Let's see the picture here. They don't really. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but the point being that after, again, you have to even get the first woman, he gives a mimer to the second woman, the mimer works in the second woman. So again, you don't say that the get by the first woman makes, makes the second woman out of, you know, again, out of play. Because that we don't say that. The get works, the, the mimer works. But again, then she needs, and she would need to get from that case. So if that's true, so let's go back to our Gemara. Amr of Ashi. Tashma, Modra Bengamlia, Shayesh get Achar Mimer, Umimer Achar get. E get Adif Lolihani Mimer Abbas. If the get is really better, right, if the get is stronger in a certain sense, then the Mimer shouldn't work on the other woman. Right? If the get on woman one is so strong, then why do you allow the Mimer to work on the second woman? The E Mimer Adif, and if the Mimer is so powerful that she's like, she's married, Lolihani get Abbas, then the get shouldn't work to do anything to the other woman. So, Elalav, Shmamina, Ki Adadi Ninhu Shmamina. So, rather, what's Allah? The, the answer is that, they, that, they, that no, neither one is more powerful than the other. The fact that you have one after the other, again, they're not after the same person on the, on the two wives. So that shows me that neither one is all that powerful. And what does that mean? There's no such, there's no, no such scenario where um, you know, one of them is going to uh, you know, rule the day. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. So Rashi says, what does it mean? He says, what it means is that since neither one is that powerful, you can choose either one and both of them will become, become uh, you know, patura from either Chalitza. Which is interesting. You, thought, you could have thought the answer would be the opposite, right? That you should do Chalitza with both. But the answer here is that, is that uh, since either, neither one is all that powerful and neither one is so much power, more powerful than the other, if you do either one, it'll take care It'll take care of both. Um, so that's how the Gemara kind of closes that, that subject. Fine. So Amr, now the Gemara continues. Amr of Huna Amr Rav. Beiz achayos yavamos shenaflu lifnei yabam echad. Okay, now we're in this case over here. Okay? You have two, again, now we have, again, three brothers, 
two of them married to two sisters. We've seen these cases before, right? And what happens? Um, and so the two women fall to one Yavam. Chalatz l'rishona, hutra. He does chalitza on the first one, she goes free. Chalitza l'shniya, hutra. Gives a chalitza to the second one, she also goes, she also goes free. Mesa rishona, mutter b'shniya. If the first one dies, he can marry the second one. Okay? Ve'ein tzarech lomar, mesa shniya, shemutter b'rishona. I don't have to tell you that if the second one would die, that he could definitely marry the first one. Why? Mishum dehavi yevama shehutra v'nesra. Ve'chazra v'hutra. Because in the case of the first woman, what's going to happen? So let, let's, um, well, let's finish the line here. She, she goes back to originally being permissible. So what, what's, the, what's the case over here? So let's make sure we understand the case. So, again, you have, if you look at it over here, right? Ruben, Shimon, Levi, and you have, um, so he can do chalitza with either one. We do chalitza, he does chalitza, he does, sorry, even with the first one, sorry, chalitza with the first one, that's fine. Chalitza with the second one, that's fine. Right, because again, he's not allowed to marry either one. Right, why is he not allowed to marry either one? Right, because they're each achos kukasa. Right, each one of them is assuming we're assuming in this case, right, Yeshzika. Right, so so he can't marry he can't marry Rachel because again she's the wife of his Zika. He can't marry Leah because she's the wife of the sister of his Zika. Both cases. So therefore he's got to do chalitza with each one, and he does again chalitza with one, chalitza with the other, no problem. What happens if one of them dies though? So if if the first one passes away, so what so what happens again? Let's assume that this is one and two of the order. Shimon died first, Levi died second, let's just say, right? So first, Rachel was available to him as a, as, a, as a Yavama, but then what happened? Then Levi died. And now all of a sudden, Leah comes into play, so now he's forbidden to both of them because Achel Sukasa, right? So what would happen if Rachel dies? So if Rachel dies, he can now marry Leah, why? Because now she's no longer Achel Sukasa, right? Okay? What about the, next, the other case? What happens if the second one dies? So the second one dies, Gemara says, that for sure is fine. Why? Because in that case, what happened? Well, well for sure, let's just go on in time. If, if Leah dies, what happens? Again, Rachel is now permissible because again, Leah, no, she's no longer Achel Skukasa, that's when you can marry her. But why does the Gemara say, this one for sure can get married? The point is as follows. In this case, the first case, where, Rachel di- where Shimon dies and then Levi dies, Rachel was a full-fledged Yavama to Reuven, right? Then all of a sudden she's knocked out because she is Achaz Kukaso. When Leah comes into the picture, was she ever a full-fledged Yavama? Was she ever able to even with Ruvain? The answer is no. Because the, the moment that her husband died, Rachel was already there as a Yavama, right? So Leah, Leah always had the problem of Achaz Kukaso, right? So the Gemara says, if, if Rachel dies, then Leah, Leah can go. Leah, now all of a sudden Leah opens up and she becomes now a regular Yavama. So the the um, so um, the Gemara says, but, but when it comes to if the second one dies, then Rachel for sure can go ahead and marry Reuven. Why? Because she, when she originally became available, she was you know when she when her husband died, she was available for Reuven right away. Right? It wasn't until Leah showed up that it, that it like knocked her out. So if Leah shows up, but then Leah dies, so then again Rachel becomes this woman who is you know uh, what the Gemara calls. 
Yevama Shehutra, she was originally permissible. Vinesra became forbidden because she came out of Tzukasa. then she becomes permissible again. So Rishon, she becomes permissible again and she's allowed to marry him. That's the case so far. Does that make sense? Did my internet like break up for you a minute? For a minute? Did I like... Okay, are you okay now? Okay. Okay. So next. Now she did Rav Yochan. Rav Yochan Amar. Rav Yochan Amar. Mesa Shnia Mutter Barishona. So Rav Yochan says that the first, if the second woman dies, then you can go ahead and marry the first woman. Not a problem. Ava Mesa Rishona Aser Bishnia. But if the... Right? But if the second woman would die, right? Uh, sorry, if the first woman would die, he's forbidden to marry this woman, right? That's Shita Rav Yochanan here, right? Um, right. Okay? So why is that? My time, huh? Right? So Yohan says a very, you know, reasonable svara. He basically says it like this. If, if when woman B, right, Leah in this case, when she becomes a potential Yavama, in this case, what happened? She's second in line, right? So Rachel was already there. And then, and then Leah shows up. So what happens? So Leah never, you never would have said Yavama Yavama Leah by her. Right? She was always Achav Sukasa. So then it turns out Rachel dies. Okay. But, but before, she was forbidden. And, ther- and therefore, if the, at the, he holds at the moment she became, her husband died, she wasn't available as Yavama, she has the Isra Eishas Ach, and you can't remove her from that. Presumably, the, the understanding being that the uh, permissibility that comes through Yibam of a woman marrying her, her brother-in-law only happens if at the moment of Nefilah, the Shas Nefilah, the moment that he dies, that she was available to him. But if there's some reason that she's forbidden at that moment, you can't do something afterwards to retroactively, you know, ignite the, the Yibam possibility again. So that's why he holds in the case where she was second, and then the first woman dies, then in that scenario, she's not allowed to, uh, she's not allowed to, she's not allowed to Yibam. Fine. Yes, correct. Meaning, if, Ra- if, if Rachel or if Shimon's, or Shimon's di- has died and Rachel's alive, correct. But if, if the point is that if Levi, di- if Levi dies after Shimon and Rachel's, yeah, correct. Let's say Shimon dies and then Rachel dies and none of this has happened yet. And then afterwards Levi dies and Levi's available, now Levi can do Yibam. The problem is that when, Le- when Levi died, Shimon had already died and Rachel was still there. So the moment that Leah became a Yavama, she automatically was ushered to Ruven because of Achaz Kukasa. That's the point. But if in the moment she, when, when Levi died, there was no Rachel, Rachel had died already, so then that wouldn't be a problem, Leah to marry Ruven. The problem is that when the Yibam scenario shows up, she was forbidden to him. So if that's true, then she's Achaz then, then Isha. Right? Then, sorry, then she's Aisha's Ach. Um, uh, no, she's his... She is... Uh, his brother's, his, 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 she's his, his uh, brother's wife, yeah. So, uh, so because that's there, nothing gets activated. It has to be at the moment that she falls to Yibam that she's able to be permitted to. Fine. So the Gemara says, okay, that's interesting, Svara. Get it. That's good for Yochan. Yochan, I understand. Okay, it makes sense. 
But what about Rav? Why doesn't Rav agree with that? That seems like a good rationale. Why does Rav not agree with this? So for Rav, Lesley, High Svara, Rav doesn't hold from this rationale. The Amar Rav, Kol Isha She'ena Ni Kari Ba B'Shas Nafil Yevam Yavu Aleha Harei Ki Eishes Ach She'ish Labanim V'Asura. Rav said that idea. Rav said that exact line, the, the line that Rav Yochanan quoted, right? Which is that, which is that uh, if the, if the woman when she falls to, to Yibam at that moment, if she's not permissible to her brother. To her brother-in-law, she's forbidden to him. That's Rav's idea. So what, what, what do you mean? That's Rav Yochanan Shita. He's quoting Rav. So answers the Gemara, Hanimili, heichid de kai ba'apa, isr achos isha de araisa, avahacha zika de rabbanani. No, the point is, you're right. Rav agrees with the concept in principle, but that's not really what's happening here. Rav Yochanan has made an extension of Rav's principle. Because what was Rav's original principle? The point was that if there's some isr de araisa, Right, that makes her forbidden from marrying uh, her brother-in-law. Right, that's when that right that that's when there's a uh, you know that's when we have this rule that even if later on she becomes permissible, it's not going to work. But in this case, what's uh, what's achos kukaso? Right, achos kukaso is a, is a dinder abanan. Right, because there's two, these two wives and one of them they each have a zika to him. So he said, you know what? Let's not mess around. And mi we asked her, but mi she's totally permissible to him. So Rav, Rav would say, Rav Yochanan, it's a nice idea, but that's not really true in this case, because in this case, Midar Raisa, Leah still is permissible to, to Ruvain the whole time. So when Rachel dies, Leah becomes available to Ruvain, that's just Midar Abanan. Midar Raisa, she was always available to Ruvain. And that's why Rav says, even if uh, they were available, they were you know, alive together, and both their husbands had passed away, if Rachel dies, he holds Leah Kintaka go and marry Ruvain. In that case. Okay, fine. So the Gemara attacks. So Rabbi Yosi Rabbi is going to attack Rabbi Yochanan here. Arba Achin. Must be said already. Okay. The following case. Okay. The following case. Arba Achin beis mehem nisui beis achayos is the case we know very well. Two, four brothers. Two of them married to two sisters. Right? And the two brothers who had been married to the sisters pass away, Levi and Yehuda. We know, we, we know this case. We've seen this many times, right? And we know what's the rule. These two women, Rachel and Leah, cannot do yibum with anybody. They each do a chalitza with one of the brothers. That's the halach. Okay. So it says, Gemara, but wait a second. Why don't we just say the following? Levi dies, then Yehuda dies, right? Let Shimon go ahead and let's assume that it happened in that order. Levi died first, Yehuda died second. Okay? So Rachel became available, then Leah became available. So what should we say? Let Shimon do Chalitza with Leah. And what's going to happen? Once Shimon does Chalitza with Leah, Rachel, right, is now uh, available. And she should go and, and she should. Um, and she right, and she should be like the, to Ruvain, a woman who was originally available and then became not available because of her sister. And now she, her sister's out of the out of the way. She didn't die, Leah. She did, but Shimon did the chalitza with her. She's not achos chalutzaso because Shimon did the chalitza, not Ruvain, right? And now Rachel should be available to do yibum with Ruvain, according to your svara, guys, both Rav Yochan and Rav, right? That you said that this rule applies that if the woman was origi- uh, you know was originally not not Leah, not the second woman, the second woman is a much bigger problem, right? She was originally permissible and then she became forbidden. 
but uh, sorry that she was sorry she was never forbidden Leah, but Rachel was forbidden from the beginning, right? Everyone agrees with that, both Rabbi Yochan and Rab. And if that's true, why don't we say that uh, let Shimon do Chalitza and then let Ruvain actually do a Yibam with her? Shouldn't that be? Uh, shouldn't that work? Um, right, so that should be exactly the case that we had before. Again, the case that everyone agreed about. Not the case we were, arguing, we were arguing about the case of the second woman. We weren't arguing about the case of the first woman. So in that case, everyone should agree to that. So look at the answer the Gavar gives. I don't know who taught this Mishnah. This mission of the four women, the four, the four brothers and the two wives, and the, I don't know what to tell this. You're going to say to me, we learned this mission a hundred times and, and said so many different pieces of it. You're going to tell me you don't even know who, who wrote it? Maybe it, maybe it wasn't, uh, as they say in here at the bottom here in the chart. It's not reliable. Yikes, right? But that's the answer. Okay. They say, you're right. It's a big problem. Usually that means they have to change their shita. They're saying, no, I don't know who wrote that mission. You're right. That mission makes no sense. Okay. So let's see. Uh, so it says Gemara, Valei Malei, my chotzos nami dekatani choletzes chada. No, I, I'll tell you what I can answer. Maybe I'll answer th- th- this case when we say chotzos lomis yamos. It doesn't mean that both do chalitza. Right? Maybe it just means that one of them does chalitza. Right? You do, you'll do chalitza with with Rachel with uh, with Leah, and then again, then Ruvay can marry Rachel. That's Gemara tries to trying to save it. Okay. Um, one of them, one of them. Come on, but it says chotzos, which means it's plural. Maybe chotzos doesn't mean, you know, uh, like we said it before. It, it would mean any, any subsequent woman, right? So if there was Rachel, Leah, and then there was uh, Bilha and Zopa, you know, further along, that again, they would have, and, and more brothers, they could do more chalitzas, but then still allow Reuben to marry Rachel. Maybe say that. Hare um, elu katani. No, it says hare elu. Rashi says hare elu. Look at Rashi. Second the bottom. Rashi. Mashma hanach tarte da aribu. Elu means these specific ones. So uh, that's not that's not an answer we're gonna want. So uh, so one more line. One more answer. Velema da chalitz leila rishona beresha. Maybe it means do chalitza with the first one first. Rashi is saying the su lo mishtaya shnia shlo nires bishas nefila. Right. Um, Maybe it means that you should do chalitza with the first one, right? And uh, and now the second one. What would that mean? You show sure that it correctly. So you finish this off stronger. Yeah, I guess the possibility is, as I thought it meant, but it seems a little funny. Maybe it means that you did a chalitza on the first, it doesn't mean you chalitza on both. Oh, I know what it means. Sorry, it means the case is that this is what happened. Right? Not that it's a halacha, but if you, if you did chalitza, harelu chotzos, mean, maybe it means that if one of them did chalitza first, so then the second one's also out. But it doesn't mean it's what you should do, right? But, you know, it doesn't mean we're telling you to do that. Really what you should do is do chalitza on the, on the second one. So... And, and, and it's not really telling you you have to do chalitza both. It's just saying that's what happened, right? That's like, that's the case. So the Gemara answer is no, the chachila katani, right? The language of the, of the Mishnah is hare elu chotzos, the lo misyabnos does not imply that someone happened to do such a thing. And therefore the Gemara is, is not, uh, 
uh, not happy with that answer. So we're still stuck again to try to understand this case of the four the four brothers and the two married the two sisters and the two died. How's that going to stem with the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan Raf? And as we continue on Kaf Ahmed Aleph, we will uh, get the more answers to that question. We will continue.